and discover the keys to success. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Good Karma. Whether you are a newbie or an experienced internet explorer, our host will find the answers that you seek. Ask the questions that others are afraid to ask so that you may reap the rewards of your good karma. And now, here is the host of Good Karma, Good ROI, Greg Nyland. Excellent. Hey, everybody. Welcome back for another excellent show of Good Karma, where we help newbies and teach some old dogs new tricks. Today on the show, we have Carolyn Tang from Share Sales. She is the Director of Client Services, and what we're going to be doing is chatting about affiliate marketing since we're right around the corner from the holidays, which drive a lot of money for affiliate programs and affiliate uh, clients. So, Carolyn, how are you doing? Doing all right, thank you. Great to be here. Oh, glad to have you on. Um, since the holidays are right around the corner, what's a good way for affiliates to gain the most um, you know, from the holiday season? For affiliates to gain the most from the holiday season? Um, I think it's probably to develop a really close relationship with the AMs of the programs that you want to promote. Um, at ShareSell, for the programs that we manage, um, by this point, we're already working pretty closely with the affiliates that we know are going to drive us um, a lot of traffic during the holiday season. Um, there's also a lot of promotions that are going on. Uh, right now, um, merchants are getting in inventory and in preparation for the fourth quarter in the gift-giving season. So we like to keep track of, you know, what did the merchant buy a lot of and communicate that to affiliates. When affiliates know that there is a good supply of that, those are the products they should focus on. The merchant's already done the research, knows, knows that these products are going to sell, was willing to take um, a position on those products so affiliates can know that these are going to convert nicely. And if not, they'll go on sale, and that's great for the first quarter. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know, every great fourth quarter will always lead into a very nice uh, first quarter. Yeah, it's always nice and mellow. <laughs> yeah, uh, I love it. Um, and also, that's when a lot of checks are coming in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And if you ever want to give, you know, a present to your AM, that's always appreciated as well. <laughs> hey, um, since, you know, the holiday season, people that might not have even been thinking about affiliate marketing during the year, but now their traffic, everyone is in the gift-giving or, more appropriately, let's spend money and buy thing mode. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you think about, you know, tell people a little bit about affiliate networks compared to private programs? Um, I think there are pluses and minuses to both sides of the equation. Um, I have run, you know, I have run programs that have been on independent platforms, and I've run programs that have been with the networks. Um, I don't think from the affiliate point of view, that it matters too terribly much because essentially you are getting the data, you know, that you need. It's just being presented in a different format, you know. This person puts the SKU field first. This person puts the SKU field fourth. Um, I think what makes a program very strong is actually the affiliate manager and the support of the merchant of the affiliate program. Well, I would actually say there are some key benefits for the affiliate networks. Okay. I mean, Generally, affiliate networks, the payouts aren't as high as the private programs because affiliate networks, like share sales, you know, there is a bit of um, logistics mm -hmm. fee involved with them, with yeah. the services they provide. But they also do legitimize new businesses because, you know, share sales does a great job of making sure that there actually is money to pay out the commissions. Yes. <laughs> From the affiliate point of view, yes, you're right. That is true. Um, we... 
provide the ability, within ShareASil, you can actually see if a merchant is on auto deposit. So with that reassurance, the affiliate knows that they're going to get paid. And it's also true that I've seen on a lot of the indie programs that there is usually a higher payment threshold because because of that. Like the merchant doesn't know who the affiliate is. The affiliate doesn't know who the merchant is. There's right. no history. So, yes, with the network, you can. there is a little bit more transparency to the history of the merchant or the history of the affiliate. And if I don't know, as an affiliate, I don't know the affiliate manager, let's say it's my first dealing with him or her, uh-huh. you know, knowing that they are part of a network, I can, you know, relax a little bit, knowing that, you know, I'm not going to do a huge PPC campaign or spend a lot of time investing in SEO and get no money. You know? Oh, that's a good point, yeah. I can see that, yeah. Um, what's a good way to find new markets? Like, you know, since this is, again, the big money time, and <laughs> if people want to expand their business and go after new markets, what's a good way to go about that? There's actually um, a couple of ways to do that. I, was, I thought that was a very good question. Um, one of the things that we like to do is you, t- you take a look at the merchant, you take a look at the products, um, for example, BentGear.com sells outdoor gear and apparel, um, a very competitive industry. But when we had um, the back-to-school season, for example, we looked at BentGear. We saw that they had an enormous selection of backpacks that are perfect for school from, like, Jansport, Kelty. And we were able to spin a traditionally outdoor gear and apparel retailer into the back-to-school season. Um, you can take that same approach with just about anything, using Bent Gear again, for example, hunting or winter camping, all the products that they sell can be used for these specific niches. And so instead of focusing, for example, on Christmas and gifts and all of that, wintertime's coming along, what else are people doing? They're going out and they're snowshoeing, which is actually, you know, it's a pretty hot trend this year that we've noticed. And people are going out and they're skiing. With decent profit margins for everybody listening. Yeah, <laughs> with very healthy profit margins. Bentgear is actually, um, it's a young company. It's one of um, my favorite merchants that we're working with. And, yeah, it's, it's, it's just, it's, it's a lot of fun to think outside of the box. <laughs> yeah, I love it when people, you know, out of the blue will say uh, a product or a service that I've actually researched. Um, and I can actually tell you Snowshoes is one of them that I've come across. Oh, sweet. Um, because if I recall, I haven't looked at this since last winter. Okay. Um, but the competition level was pretty low. Uh, yeah. And the profit margins are really nice. <laughs> yeah. So if you're looking for a new market, you might want to check that place out. You know, that's, and people, uh, that's I mean, it's getting, it's getting kind of trendy these days, which is really kind of fun. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, now, before you mentioned, you know, um, using contests during the holiday season, you know, do they work? Are there pitfalls in running them? You know, do you want to talk a little bit more about affiliate contests during the holiday season? Um, like sales contests, promotions like that? There's right. a couple of different models that are, are being discussed right now. I guess there's one where there's like, you know, the enormous prize, like the trip to, you know, the trip around the world, for example. Mm-hmm. And then um, there's also other promotions that are, that, I'm, I'm actually um, fond of that reward the affiliate based on their own abilities. Um, so if they hit a certain sales goal, they're not really competing with anybody except themselves. If they hit $200 um, you know, a month, we'll double their commission, for example. I think that works more to incentivize the individual affiliate. I think when there's this enormous prize, um, it attracts a lot of attention to the program, but doesn't necessarily, and I haven't tested this, so I don't know, I was just presuming, 
it attracts a lot of attention to the program, so it's probably really good for recruiting, but I'm not sure if it's really going to motivate anybody except your um, affiliates who are already performing at, a, at such a high level. I don't think it's really going to activate um, any of this, any, you, you know, your, your, your average Joe affiliate, the majority of affiliates out there that I like working with, so. Yeah. I, I, I think it depends a... on the tactic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very true, very true. Um, because me and uh, a, a person that I regularly collaborate on business projects, we were uh, both um, doing some affiliate work for this company, and they uh-huh. came out with a contest last uh, year for the holiday season. And pretty much it was for every um, percentage increase of sales over your um, November or October sales, okay. they would give you a higher, you know, commission. Oh. And so now my, you know, my business associate, their site was down for that month. Oh. So they made like oh, five sales. <laughs> <laughs> so their goal was pretty much for every sale above five, you you know exponentially increase your commission. Awesome. <laughs> My site was up, and I made like two hundred sales. So they're like, okay, you have to hit two hundred, and then we'll start giving you bonus money. I'm like, right. what? <laughs> you should have given him your traffic. <laughs> um. <laughs> I'm not denying it, but I'm not confirming it. <laughs> well, and you like, know what? It's the affiliate manager's responsibility to make sure they find all that stuff. So if they missed it, then it's your cash. <laughs> <laughs> but let's just say we set a brand-new record. It was off the chart. <laughs> there was actually, like, in very fine print, like if you hit a something-something, you know, goal, quadruple the money, something ridiculous. Okay. I was so upset we fell two sales short because of returns. (laughs) I bet you got their attention, though. (laughs) Oh, yeah. yeah. I still get regular uh, monthly emails, you know, hey, you know, let's do another great one. Like, you don't get it. (laughs) So from that point of view, you have to be careful when you're running your contest. Oh, Um, yeah. I mean, I will admit now, I did do extra work for that program because that money was so great and, you know, the benefit was so much greater than the cost it was taking me. So I was like, hey, you know, here's a shortcut, of course, <laughs> by, you know, potentially redirecting traffic. Not that I did that, of course. <laughs> but, I mean, even on top of that, I did especially work hard because, you know, there is more money to be made, and during the holiday season, sales will naturally increase. Well, think about it this way, too. I mean, it isn't a complete wash for the merchant, because if you sent traffic to your buddy's, well, not that you did, but hypothetically, if you sent traffic <laughs> to your buddy's site, you know, that likely increased its, its, its rankings. So maybe this season, the merchant's receiving traffic from both of your sites. Could be. Who knows? Well, yeah, and I mean, also because we did such a big workup, you know, during um, Q4 last year, yeah. we, we had lingering sales. Um, our springtime actually had better sales than the year before. <laughs> I think all... it was worth it. I thought the promotion worked for both of you guys then. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> they didn't repeat it this year, unfortunately, or they haven't announced details yet. Um <laughs> But I'm hoping they uh, they reannounce it. Well, yeah, they can't tell you now, otherwise you're going to, you know, not send them any sales in October and November. <laughs> they figured something out last year. 
yeah, no, yeah. but we're always, I mean, whenever we run a promotion, we're expected to be able to predict how much we're going to have to pay out. So, you know, they probably, <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> they estimated correctly. Um, well, it was part of an affiliate network, so I was guaranteed my bonus money. <laughs> <laughs> And just another good gotcha. reason why you want to go for the affiliate network. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so, but one potential mistake, which we just said, is, you know, not managing, you know, looking after the affiliates that well. What other common mistakes do you see affiliate managers making? Mistakes affiliate managers make... I think probably the most common one that I've seen a lot is... Um, Deadwooding, and you don't really see that a lot anymore, where affiliate managers get the impression that having a lot of affiliates is slowing down your reporting. Um, mm-hmm. And oftentimes that's the reason that they're encouraged to trim down their programs. I don't really see any reason for doing that. Um, what ends up happening is, is you create a lot of broken links, you know, inbound links to your site, and that, I mean, there's, there's no benefit in it to me that I, I understand. Plus, you know, there can be a backlash of public opinion. Um, other errors that, sorry? Yeah, I never understood that either, um, why people would, you know, look, you know, if it's also like if you're an affiliate, if you have an old site, you know, why kill it? Just yeah. let it linger. You never know when it's going to bounce back. Or when um, you might be struck by inspiration. <laughs> yeah, I, but I mean, I regularly have um, random checks come in, and I'm just like, I don't know where this money came from off of what site. <laughs> I haven't done anything, but apparently, according to this check, I gave them a lot of sales last month. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, your company is share a sale, and I do try to share as many sales as possible. <laughs> and we appreciate that. <laughs> um, hey, what common mistakes do you see coming from the affiliate uh, side of the fence? Oh, man, and this is a hot issue, not checking the uh, terms and conditions for trademark policies. Oh, um, yeah. That's a hot topic right now, and it truly is. It's a merchant's decision. It's entirely the responsibility of the merchant and the legal team to decide what their approach is going to be on that. And if the merchant decides that they're going to come out with this um, restriction on trademark bidding, they need to be able to enforce it. Um, and so a lot of times we see affiliates who haven't checked the terms and conditions that have been carefully written by, you know, a merchant's lawyer. And so what we do is we send them a warning and say, hey, did you notice this? And then if they don't get it, um, they get booted from the program. What happens to affiliates now is that if they haven't seen that email, um, you know, we make the effort to contact them. We do back out their sales, so they should be able to see that their sales are getting backed out, and there's a reason that we enter as trademark bidding. Um, they're losing money because if they're still sending the merchant traffic but they're not earning any commissions, you know, and brand bidding is pretty expensive, you know, that's, yeah. not, that's not a good way to manage your marketing cost. Oh, I have seen too many people make that mistake of not reading the terms and conditions, and I know yeah. it's boring, and it's normally like two, three, sometimes I've seen like ten pages long. Yeah. But well, share sales actually, I like the way that, that Brian's decided to go about this so because we have a standard agreement um, that affiliates agree to the, and that merchants agree to. But if I the like merchant it. wants to make anything different, there's a special section that they have to go in and type that in. Exactly. And it's very easy and clear just to pick out, oh, this is special and these yeah. are the exceptions. Yeah, you know? exactly. Um, but the most important thing, if you're an affiliate and you're lazy and you don't think you need to read it, I'll give you one simple reason. Terms and conditions is the place where they spell out 
all the different ways they can get away and cheat you out of your money and not pay you. <laughs> okay? So if they say no trademark, if they say your uh, website can't be the color red, otherwise you won't get paid. I, you know, I've seen all the crazy stuff. And you got to read it. Otherwise, you're going to do a lot of work, get a lot of sales, and then they're not going to pay you. Yeah. So. And, hey. and, they, and that, that's just how it works. Hey, everybody, we're going to take a quick commercial break to listen to our fabulous sponsors. And when we come back, we're going to be announcing the second clue of the Webmaster World PubCon giveaway. This is where we tell you the information, the clue, to qualify for a chance to win a $500 PubCon pass. So stay tuned, everybody. Stick around. Good Karma. We'll be back after this short break. Excellent, excellent. 3 a.m. traveling to a conference in Oklahoma City. Steve Talbot's Ford Escort radiator hose bursts near the town of Hooker. He types Hooker Escort Hookup into another local search engine's one-box search. He has a great time that he can't expense. TrueLocal.com. Two boxes. One click. Great results. It's all about links, baby. Content is king, but links are what you need to get you those all-important organic search listings. Float to the top of your keyword listings within the major portals while driving targeted traffic to your website at the same time. Work with a company with a proven track record for delivering results for thousands of individual website owners and major Fortune 500 companies. TextLinkAds.com is your source for securing relevant links. Baby, textlinkads.com. For the last decade, millions of visitors seeking top ranking have visited their site. When it comes to the internet marketing expertise, one name clearly stands above the rest. Bruce Clay Incorporated. With a flexible, time-tested, and spam-free process to SEO and PPC, Bruce Clay has become the number one choice for companies of all kinds seeking to improve their search engine ranking, utilize their latest tools, training, consulting, and services. Let Bruce Clay create a tailored solution to meet your internet marketing needs today. Bruce Clay Incorporated. Now back to Good Karma, only on webmasterradio.fm. Now, here's your host. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. And for the clue for the Webmaster World PubCon giveaway, clue number two is go on over to the advertising and affiliate program section at webmasterworld.com. And tell me who started the thread called Can't Break Through Affiliate AdWords Game that gives all the great clues about how to do it the right way. Tell me who started that, and you can submit your answer at goodroi.com and get qualified for a chance to win. Now, for everyone that's just learning about this, we're giving away a $500 PubCon pass for Las Vegas coming up in November, and we're giving away three clues. And if you submit all three clues, you'll get three chances to win in our drawing, which will happen on October 26th. So good luck and happy hunting, everybody. And back to the show, we're going to be talking with Carolyn Tang of Share a Sale. Singular, <laughs> not plural, because if it was plural, it would be share sales. You cannot share a sale. Well, we silly. like you to share your sales with Share a Sale. So I would just... <laughs> stylistic preference <laughs> very true very true but of course you know look i'm an affiliate which means i really wasn't too well educated with formalities and stuff <laughs> you don't say <laughs> 
I just figure out how to make, you know, get traffic, convert it into sales, make money, and have fun. That's my life, you know. Uh, so the, the finer points in life, unfortunately, um, I leave up to my wife to beat it into me. <laughs> smart man. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of smart, uh, smart man, what are some of the smartest things that you've seen other people do that more people should imitate? What have I imitated recently? Oh, goodness. There's so much sharing of information right now. Um, I think RSS feeds are definitely getting a lot, uh, very popular. Um, mm-hmm. Merchants that have XML feeds and, and affiliates who are building dynamic sites based on those XML feeds. Um, offering content is fantastic. Um, there's such a concern about duplicate content that what we like to do is provide content to our affiliates that's different from what our merchant provides so that they can take that and edit it at will. Um, I've had one affiliate come up to me and say that they took the content, translated it into, say, Thai, and then translated it back into English, and it worked. You know, it, it doesn't count as duplicate content. They took, they got it back. They, you know, they got back the, the translated, retranslated piece, and then they edited it so it made some sense, added a bit of their own flavor to it, and they it really ended up being a really nice site. Hmm? I prefer using the European languages myself. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Translate it into the pig Latin, jive, however you want to do it. <laughs> and if you do go that road, if you go, go down that road, you have to pay attention that the keywords didn't get... Um, yeah, exactly. Um, because when you're translating um, snowshoes, <laughs> lots of times you'll get back shoes of snow. <laughs> And it's not so marketable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. So, um, but, yeah, that's a good thing to go after. Uh, the content I love when um, affiliate managers will contact me mm-hmm. and they say, hey, Greg, you know, we really like what you're doing. And as a special offer to you, we're willing to, you know, provide you with some content writers. So that way it totally avoids the duplicate issue. Um, nice. You know, it's not a ton of original content they're giving me, but if I get 5, 10, 20 original articles out of it, hey, that's a great bonus to me, and I know really how to make that useful. What do you think of, um, one of our merchants has an ebook, and we've, we're kind of playing with the idea of, of releasing it out to our affiliates so that our affiliates can co-brand it. What do you think of that idea? Uh... Now I'm picking your head for some consulting work. Thanks. Well, if you're doing ebooks, you're not talking like you're, you're talking about selling it, not using it to get content into the search engine index, right? They, or, they could use it however they saw fit. We could give them the um, the original Word document. They could probably add their branding to it, give it away for free, or sell it however they would want to do it. Put their affiliate links in it. I would say give the Word document to the top tier affiliates in that program. Mm-hmm. Um, don't give it out to everybody. Give it out to certain people. And, again, this goes back to terms and conditions. You need to put certain, you know, specifics on it. Yeah. Um, but if I had a Word document, I could easily um, m- play around with it and keep it very similar to the original document, but have a uh, good work with it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that, that could really, um, I could see good stuff happening with that. Um, and I love uh, co-branding because uh, as an f- affiliate, you know, in the back of your mind, you're, you're always thinking, wow, this is a short-term thing because you're driving a sale. Whereas, you know, Ouch. <laughs> well, 
Well, you know, it's true. Um, you're helping a merchant create a long-term relationship, and you're getting a short-term payout a lot of okay. times. Okay. All right. Um, so from that point of view. Um, but, you know, co-branding an e-book, I could see lots of opportunities going down that road. Okay. Yeah, we'll definitely take we'll, we're gonna, we're keep, We'll keep looking at that, then. So, um, what possible abuse should people be concerned about, you know? A lot of people talk about click fraud in the PPC world, but in the affiliate world, you know, what type of abuse that people need to be aware about? Mm, boy, leading me down the hard road. Um, <laughs> definitely because still be wary about um, any kind of downloads. You know, we still see a lot of bundling going on. I think affiliates have gotten quite a bit smarter about how to detect things like this, um, but at the same time, you always have to keep looking and keep reinforcing. I don't think I've gotten to the point where I've, I, I trust any any download right now um, unless I read through the, the ULIVs. Um, the one other thing that I learned yesterday, actually, from a couple of our, our VIP affiliates was how a merchant can unwittingly partner up with a third-party emailer, and that third-party emailer um, is actually an affiliate. So not only are they getting paid by the merchant to distribute the content, they're also earning commission on the back end. And it's going to be very difficult for the merchant um, to be able to de detect that. So, yeah, uh. yeah, it's a fun field, isn't it? Uh -huh. <laughs> See, I, I'm having a hard time calling that abuse. <laughs> because the email, hiring someone to send out email and allowing them to put in affiliate links, wow, I just got to say kudos to whoever I, convinced someone on that. I don't know whether or not they were convinced, though. I don't think that they actually oh. discussed whether or not it was allowed. I think it just kind of, and I, you know, I haven't okay. seen this personally happen, but, you know, two of our top VIP affiliates have said that it is, it does happen, and I, there's no way, there's no reason why I would doubt them. So, yeah, and even if you were to splice it into like let's say 10% of the emails, mm -hmm. yeah, because you know if you're sending out, if you're getting hired to send out emails, you know, you know the company that hired you, so you simply look for their domains, and all of their domains you send out legitimate emails. And then randomly send out like a 10%. So in case someone does have like a, uh, an AOL account that they use for testing purposes, it's only one out of 10 that they're going to discover you. And if they do discover, then you just say, oh, it was a little gaffe and it was an isolated case. And it shouldn't have happened. Of course, that would be pure evil, and I don't recommend anyone doing that. Oh, entirely unethical, though. I mean, there's plenty of ways to make, you know, a good, honest dollar that I just think that throwing away the, the values and the ethics, just, it's not worth it. Yeah. Bad karma. <laughs> bad it karma. is bad karma. You know, and <laughs> affiliate marketing, I find it's so easy to be making money that I'm more worried about long-term relationships, finding managers that I trust and that I actually enjoy working with. And, you know, there's so much easy money to be made, you know, Burning bridges for a short-term uh, short profit just not the smartest thing to do. Yeah, and then you just end up all bitter with no friends, and it's just that's not fun. No, <laughs> with your million dollars of ill-begotten gains, <laughs> it's not fun. Um, <laughs> but the one thing, um, what share of sale um, position on allowing you know the networks in there, the evil networks. That swap out cookies. 
we don't we we don't um we're very strict on who we let into the network. Um, not only do the merchants approve affiliates within to the individual programs, but there's actually a very strict process of approving affiliates into the ShareSell network. Um, we actually have people who are looking at sites matching up IP addresses. Um, even when we send out payments, um, Brian actually signs every single check individually. So there's always a spot check on, on who's getting paid within the network. Um, so it's it's very that that's the one thing that I think ShareSale has been built upon was um, the idea that the affiliate marketing realm should be clean. I mean, it is a great channel for marketing, um, but a marketing channel is only as good as it's got to be a clean dollar that's brought in. So, yeah, and from my personal experience dealing with your company, I can attest that you know you guys definitely are. Um, I clean from my point of view. I've never had a bad uh, experience with you guys, unlike some other places, which we're not going to go into. <laughs> I mean, it's always it's always it's a, it's a continual effort. You know, you've always got to keep an eye out. So yeah, and what I like to hear is that you know what you just said. You're manually uh, signing the checks, and as you're signing the checks, that's the easiest way to figure out when something funny is going on. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. because if someone's got a really big check all of a sudden, wait a minute. How the heck did this happen? Let's take a look and, you know, what's going on here. But can you imagine, like, the day after we sent out checks, like, how tired his hand is? It's pretty sad. Well, I'm thinking <laughs> he's probably, like, staggering out over a week. <laughs> does he have carpal tunnel already? You know, like... He might. I don't know. If he does, he's hiding it pretty well. He can't, actually, because he's a golfer, so I don't think he's allowed to. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. Hey, moving on, what do you think people waste their time on in affiliate marketing? Oh, geez, instant messaging. <laughs> <laughs> I get stuck in a conversation. I can't stop talking. Um, I agree with that, and that's one of the reasons why I have multiple clients, and I keep only one of them open up 24-7, and that's for very limited people that I know are just there to get, like, one. If they IM me, it's quick. For my long-winded friends, I put them in AOL. (laughs) And AOL, I'll keep open like one hour a day. (laughs) That is a good tactic. I may have to borrow that one. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, And how can people expand their operations even further? I think, like, kind of like how we were discussing how to find new areas to do business in, Um, I think it's, it's the same thing. If, if you're very, if, if you're a specialized, uh, a specialist in an area, for example, like Crazy for Bargains, they specialize in pajamas, um, and you just really understand what makes that industry tick. I think maybe look for a different demographic. Um, so, for example, if you're if you're selling pajamas and you're very good at it, and you understand that families buy pajamas, and they usually buy a set of men's pajamas and a set of women's pajamas and two kids' pajamas to go along with that. Well, you think about what demographic am I missing? I'm missing the college kids. So with Crazy for Bargains, you take a look. You know, you look at what the merchandise is. You see that they sell a lot of boxer shorts. Um, you look at your daughter or your son, and you realize that they spend, you know, 80% of their weekend walking around in boxer shorts. You know, hey, there's a market I haven't tapped into yet. Yep. Great way to put it, you know, find out those little niches for your uh, products and uh, go after them. Yeah, I mean, there's always there's always another demo. There's always a different demographic. I mean, this world is so huge that there's always these, there's always something that that's out there ready to, to tap into. 
Oh, yeah. And and when you get those niches, you know, it's almost, I want to use the word, uh, like, fetish almost, you know, the people <laughs> that just love it so much, um, it, the conversions are unreal, you know. Oh, so then I get to promote my new merchant, Hips and Curves. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What's They've going on with Hips and Curves? Hips and Curves is actually fantastic. We, we, um, we, we just started working with them on Monday. Um, they sell... Lingerie for the plus size woman. Oh, I'm an expert on that one. <laughs> I con- bet you are. I had no idea what a spanking skirt was until I saw this. <laughs> a what? A spanking skirt. Oh, spanks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, S-P-A-N-X. I mean that's their- Come on, that's been on Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to keep on top of the keywords here. <laughs> Women go crazy over spanks. Okay, <laughs> ridiculously crazy. And this is, you know, this is a this is a niche that I personally don't have a lot of experience with, but it is so much fun because the woman who started this business is just so she's so great at merchandising, and she really understands that there's a great market for this. I took a look at her affiliates, and they are all fantastic. So it's a fun, it's definitely a fun niche, and we're looking forward to you know marketing something that's a little different from what we're used to. Yeah, and if you're thinking about you know expanding, going after a new totally market. Plus size lingerie, okay? Lingerie takes pennies to make this stuff because let's face it, it's small. You know, it's a piece of lace, two inches big. For plus size, it's bigger. It's like three inches, okay? But well, because, depends. Right. <laughs> because, you know, it's a little bit bigger. The prices are almost double at times. And because the prices are almost double, the profit margins are great. Yeah. I mean, and the conversions are great because plus size ladies, they like to be attractive, feeling sexy, and yet when they go to stores, you know, they might not get the best service. So a lot of them go online. Okay. Plus, I mean, this stuff is designed, you know, to emphasize the curves of on a woman's body. So I mean, it, it's beautiful, actually. Oh, yeah. it's, it's great. It's a tasteful sight. Um, so yeah, we're looking forward to it. Yeah, and you know, if someone wants to have a romantic evening, help them out. The sales are good. Uh, traffic's going to convert well. And Profit who else you know that sells stripper poles? <laughs> stripper poles? No, that's another one. Not as good. We can go into those <laughs> details later. All right. I wouldn't recommend the stripper poles. <laughs> Haven't had good experience down in that market. But I can tell you, plus-size lingerie, if you're in the clothing uh, sector, that's one of the smaller but profitable areas. Um, but enough of, you know, <laughs> my uh, sordid You said fetish. Here. I went with it. Yeah. <laughs> Better plus-size lingerie than some other fetishes. Yeah, there you go. Um, I had a friend that was building out a bunch of um, uh, porn sites, you know, in the uh, fetish realm. And they were, they had multiple IM windows open. And they were okay. working with their programmer saying, you know, hey, these domains just got registered, you know, start populating them with the uh, things. And at the same time, the person was talking with their dad. <gasps> yeah. Needless to say, the domains went into the wrong window. <laughs> and guess who has to take the hit? <laughs> Not my friend, because they're too embarrassed to tell their dad that they're in this industry. No, they say, oh, my friend that I've mentioned before, they came to me for help with, you know, they're having problems with these sites. 
so they <laughs> sent it to me, and I was trying to reply that, you know, yeah, it, I'm not involved. I get Yeah, by the way, I don't click on that link. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. And, and, yeah, it was bad. So needless to say, I can now never, ever be around this person when their family's there. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, you're welcome over to my house for Thanksgiving whenever you want. <laughs> <laughs> Just leave the domains at home, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or put my sites on there. <laughs> hey, um, where can people go to find more information? Like, what's some good resources out there? Um, I'm a big fan of ABestWeb. Um, there's a lot of smart affiliates out there. There's a lot of opinionated affiliates out there. So um, it's definitely not for the weak of heart. But it's, it's a great place to go if you have a question to ask and are willing to hear all sorts of answers. Um, I do like reading revenues. Um, it's great. And, of course, Webmaster Radio FM. <laughs> oh, too sweet on that one. Very <laughs> nice. Very nice. <laughs> and Webmaster Radio FM loves shareasale.com. <laughs> Hey, we're going to take a quick commercial break, come right back, and have a few more questions for Carolyn before we let her off the hook. Come back, everybody. Stick around. Good Karma. We'll be back after this short break. Excellent, excellent. Click Tracks, all new version 6. Prepare to segment your visitors and build custom reports on the fly with the most comprehensive and intuitive web analytics programs on the planet. Dan Noyes, president of Zafolia.com, writes, Click Tracks is like a religion to us. We rarely consult our clients on site or campaign changes without first seeing what Click Tracks reveals. Sign up for your free trial today. Your only risk, you may end up in our next commercial. ClickTracks.com, turning your future into a fortune. Over 4,000 clients around the world are utilizing effective content-based solutions from InfoSearch Media with the expertise of over 200 professional copywriters to work for you. Studies show that the number one factor visitors consider before making a purchase online is trust. And nothing creates more trust and loyalty than well-written, informative content. High-quality content also generates free search engine traffic. Content is Definitely King. Visit InfoSearchMedia.com today. How do you choose the right affiliate program to partner with? Hey, all we're trying to do is make the most money in the least amount of time. The answer is simple. JoeBucks.com, the world's leading herbal affiliate program. JoeBucks.com is the direct manufacturer, so there's no middleman. This will allow you to make up to 50% the highest payouts on the net and also get paid twice a month. Sign up today and watch your income grow. JoeBucks.com. Now back to Good Karma, only on webmasterradio.fm. Now, here's your host. Hey, everybody. Welcome back for another excellent round. Uh, and here we're chatting about affiliate marketing. Um, we've covered the holidays. We've covered our plus-size lingerie. And yet, we're going back for more. You know, this is just too fun. <laughs> uh, we have Carolyn Tang of shareasale.com, a great network. I strongly recommend that you go and check them out because they have lots of programs to go sign up. And if they're in share sale, you know they got the money to pay you, which is important if you're an affiliate. Um, and if you're an affiliate manager and trying to figure out, hey, how the heck do I find affiliates? Join share sale. It's pretty <laughs> simple. 
because that's where a lot of people hang out, and they also all do a good job of highlighting new programs, um, just like how Carolyn slipped in Hips and Curves. <laughs> and, you know, I was quite serious. Hips and Curves, good profit margins, very low competition, and decent traffic there. So you can make money on that one. Um, hey, any other case studies we want to be throwing out there, you know, specific uh, things that we can talk about, possibly change the names to protect the uh, rich and profitable companies out there? <laughs> um, I think what Cher, what Cher Soul does specialize in is we have a lot of great merchants within our network that are very niche-focused. Um, they focus on, like, one specific accessory or one specific sport. Um I mean, I can't, I can't really give you the names of any of the... I'm not really familiar with merchants that I haven't worked with, but, for example, Village Hat Shop focuses specifically on hats. Um, and one way that we've been able to take them and, and take them down a different route was they offer a lot of novelty hats, which are great for Halloween. Um, they offer hats where, you you know, the, the construction helmet you can put on your head with the two uh, slings for beer and the straws that come down into your mouth. Great for football games. Right now it's football season. <laughs> Get in contact uh, with them. I want some of those hats to give away as <laughs> gifts on the show. If you sell any of those, I will actually personally buy one and send it to you. <laughs> I want to get Good Karma branded uh, construction hats so people can be drinking their beer and still working on affiliate marketing. You know what? That would actually be perfect. We could probably hook you up for that. We have got a wholesale program, and yes, you do earn commission on that, too. That's perfect. <laughs> See, that's a way to get a new business. <laughs> I love wholesale because the size of the order is so much bigger. Oh, totally. Right, yeah. We, that's actually a nice business for, for Fred, too. Oh, yeah. Um, so what's another? Uh, what's some best ways here to manage affiliates? Because we're a, a wild bunch. Yeah, <laughs> you're telling me. <laughs> the best way to manage affiliates is to listen to them. Um, a lot of our, a lot of, I, I learned more from from my affiliates than I ever learned in school. <laughs> um, to be honest with them, and you know, one thing that I've learned, um, certainly working here and, and and just my entire experience with with this with this field, is that errors do happen, um, but it's often not the intent to cause harm. So if there is an error, um, don't, you know, the affiliate manager needs to be able to own up for that and, and fix fix the issue. Um, and affiliates, you know, need to cut the affiliate manager a break sometimes and say, hey, you know, we understand that it was a mistake. As long as you make it better, then we're all good. So, Okay. Since you're big into listening to affiliates. <laughs> <laughs> wait, let me, wait. I gotta, I'm going to start taking notes now. <laughs> One of my biggest pet peeves in general for affiliate marketing, okay? I have a lot of tools that do research. And, you know, I get a bunch of reports, and it highlights opportunities for me. And one of the most aggravating things is when I identify an industry with a bunch of keywords, a lot of traffic, no competition, and the PPC is crazy, okay? That the only thing I can do is... AdSense or go after YPN and put up ads because there's no affiliate programs yet. Ah, uh, okay. How should an affiliate, you know, handle that? Is there any way that we can push these industries or contact the companies and say, hey, I want to sa- send sales directly to you? 
you know, stop wasting money with Google advertising. Mm-hmm. I'm getting up the traffic. I have people that are going to convert. You know, come on, let's. What can we do here? I had an affiliate recently who actually did that. Um, she found the the exact same, um, and this actually happened last week. So it's funny you bring this up. She ended up calling the supplier <laughs> and telling the supplier, "Look, you know, there, I have all this traffic, and I want to drive it, but I want to drive it to the merchants that you think have the best conversion rates. Who is moving the most of your stuff?" Mm-hmm. She got connected to the director of sales for for the entire country, and and he listened, and he's hooking her up with a couple of suppliers so that she can explain what you know what what affiliate marketing is. Um, that's one approach. The other approach is, is definitely feel free to call. I mean, you can you can call me, um, and we have a sales director here who, you know, he's great on the phone. He can call them up and explain to them what affiliate marketing is and see if they're interested. I mean, it's a great model. It sells itself if they don't have an affiliate program. It could be that they don't have the internal resources, or it could be they just don't know about it yet. Yeah, um, because, please, i got a bunch of markets. <laughs> Where the competition was so low that even though, you know, AdSense is not a big, you know, payout. Man. The money is just too easy not to pick it up. Right. It's it's like you're walking along the sidewalk and you see a dollar bill. You pick it up. (laughs) Is it a lot of money? No, but it's just so freaking easy. (laughs) And you really wish that, hey, instead of a dollar bill, you could turn it into a $20 bill. You know, so, okay. I think we're going to be having a long chat after this. uh, No, that'd be great. Um, and any advice, I mean, we just uh, pretty much hit on it, but, you know, any more advice, webmasters with traffic that are having a hard time finding affiliate programs? Um, because I, I know you guys have a pretty good search tool at ShareASale. Yeah. We um, have um, the whenever the merchant joins um, our network, they have the ability to input keywords so that when an affiliate searches our, our directory, um, the merchant can be brought up by the keyword. So it's, it's pretty... Uh, it's pretty good. Or, you know, if, if you have a lot of traffic, um, call, call your network. Um, they're very likely to be able to point you in the right direction once, you know, established. Mm-hmm. And it's always good to have a good relationship with your network anyway. I mean, we definitely like to hear our affiliates. Um, uh, oh, we yeah. like to know that our affiliates are real. <laughs> and as you said, you know, a lot of errors will happen, and normally it's not, you know, bad or malicious, you know. It's just a mistake happens. And if you have a good relationship with the network, you can work things out and not lose a lot of money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, but, yeah, great advice. And by any chance, do you have any uh, data on what's the most, like, searched for uh, keywords on your uh, search box? I, you know, I wish I had that data in front of me, but I don't. Um, my guess is that give me a lot of cash would be probably up at the top. <laughs> <laughs> what I do have, though, is that um, if any affiliates who are listening to your program want to chat, I mean, they're always welcome to contact me directly. Um, and we're also willing to give out VIP rates to anybody who's listening to Good Karma. So Ooh. to the programs that, to the programs that I, I, I manage. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can't give money away for things that you're not managing. A little hard right. to do that. I could try. I often get in trouble for that, though. <laughs> <laughs> why is this money missing, and why is there a crowbar in the window? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So, Hey, thanks so much. Um, any final words of wisdom? Uh, keep making money. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, for everybody listening, hope you have a great fourth quarter and a killer holiday season. And thanks so much to Carolyn Zhang of ShareASale.com for coming on the show and sharing her great insights with us. Thanks again. Bye-bye, everybody.